Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Welcome, 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 and thank you so much for being here with me for another episode. Good luck today because I am in a spunky mood and I have a lot swirling through my field. It's this full moon in Gemini energy I'm just riding on the coattails of. So anyway, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm so excited to talk about what's been coming up in my field around comparison lately. This has been something that has been permeating my field with the people around me. And it's an area where I've seriously up-leveled. So I want to share my wisdom with you. And I also want to be able to um, bring you to a place where you can be really conscious of what, where you are on this issue and where you need to grow or desire to grow and expand in this area. Okay. So, you know, one of the things that's so important when we talk about comparison is just from a cognitive perspective, like when we think about this concept of, you know, you comparing the state that you are in to the state that somebody else is in. I mean, to be honest, it's pretty silly because it's like apples to oranges. Every single one of us is a snowflake. We're all different. We all have a unique blueprint and a unique reason for being here. So it's like, you know, I might be meant to make millions of dollars or I might not be. And am I willing to forego the constant push and hustle for that million dollars because I choose to follow my soul's path and I choose to trust God. You know, like when I trust God and I trust the universe and I know that I, as I follow my soul's nudges and my inspired action and my desires, I'm going to be able to follow that path and fulfill my soul's purpose in exactly the way that I'm meant to, right? Or we have this situation where it's like, all right, I'm going to push, push, push and go get the million dollars because we deserve it. And I want to heal my lineage and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but that might be somebody else's story that you've seen on the internet or that you've met through a healing circle, but that might not be your story. You know, I say this all the time. I'm like, what if I'm meant to have chronic illness? Like, what if I'm meant to have this and learn so many different layers of this at a different level than my ancestors did. And it's still going to be called progress within my line. It's still going to help me realize things to help fulfill my soul's purpose. And so that's really the aspect of true surrender is being able to say, you know, I don't have any agenda at all. And I'm completely handing it over to God and completely handing it over to the universe. When we do that, comparison doesn't even exist. You know, each one of us are held in God's eyes with this absolutely awestruck, gaze you know like 
looking at us like, I can't believe you are this miracle that I was able to create to interact with other miracles on this planet so that you can all allow the universe to unfold in the way that it's meant to. You know, it's all a web that is being spun by God's hand. And so it's it's lovely for us to be able to visualize that in a way that doesn't make us feel out of control, right? In a way that makes us feel like we're all in this together. We're all spinning together. And sometimes we're going to run into each other because we're spinning so much. And then we do that, we consistently look at each other and say, oh, sorry, I ran into you, right? Like, oh, sorry about that, friend. Let's move on, but gaze at each other with love. Gaze at each other with, oh, that's interesting that I just bumped into you with curiosity, right? And I think that's part of what happens is like we're spinning and then we end up spinning so fast and we fall over. Because either we're doing it on our own and we're not gathering that community and collaborating with people. Instead, we're pushing them away because we're saying, well, you're too rich and you're too old and you're too, you know, female or you're too black or you're too, you know, whatever it is we're saying when we hold judgments or prejudices about people. You're too dumb. You're too ignorant. You're too young. You're too old. You can come up with as many stereotypes as you desire or judgments as you desire but ultimately we're all in this together and when we push people away like that with comparison that's exactly what we're doing we're pushing them away we are not linking arms with them so the number one thing you can do when you run into comparison is collaborate learn more about the person learn more about their bigger mission learn more about their vision collaborate with them in one way or another, that could mean, oh, I'm going to link arms with you and we're going to do something together that's even more powerful by putting our energy in the same room. Or I'm going to link arms with you so that we can collaborate in a way where I'm taking the information that has been coming to me from your field and I'm going to integrate it as my own. I'm going to figure out what is it underneath the surface that is activating me in your presence? What is it that makes me feel drawn to compare myself to you? That's either an insecurity in myself, a lack of clarity or direction as to who I am and where I want to go. Ultimately, what it means is you're not focused enough on your vision. You're not focused enough on your vision because you're too worried about looking at everybody else. Why are you putting your energy towards someone else? Use that energy for yourself and forwarding your own mission. And I guarantee you, you're going to be stirring something up out there in the field that's going to create something big. That's going to create something even bigger because now you have more momentum behind it. You haven't scattered your energy to be in somebody else's field, gnawing away at what it is they're presenting to you that might intimidate you or make you feel inadequate. This is about empowerment. This is about taking ownership of who you are and what you're meant to do and to come into a greater level of acceptance and appreciation for the soul's purpose that has been handed to you in this lifetime. There's a lot of things, a lot of ways that my soul likes to operate that is very uncomfortable for my human and very uncomfortable for my, my human, right? I was going to say my physical body and then separate that with my mind. But it's my human either way. It's very uncomfortable for me. Sometimes it's uncomfortable for my energy. But I've accepted it. I've appreciated it. And you know what else I've done? I've linked arms with it. I've linked arms with it and I've decided. This is the path I want to be on because I know that God's always going to take me in the right direction. God's always going to take me in the direction that I am meant to go. 
to be able to serve this planet and my own lineage and my own soul in the way that I'm meant to. That's my seed that I am planting on this planet, in this universe. So when you come into this concept of comparison, there's really only three ways that comparison can be useful. One is comparing yourself to a previous version of yourself. There have been other things that you've gotten through that have sucked. How did you do it? What skills did you use? What were the parts of you that you called forward to be able to get to where you are today? Learn the lessons you were meant to learn. Call on that person. That's your own wisdom you're tapping into. Very empowering. The second way comparison can be helpful. Comparing yourself to your higher self. When you compare yourself to your higher self, you're saying, all right, well, this is where my higher self is. Which is infinite, which is full of love, which is unwavering, which is confident, has clarity. So how can you embrace becoming closer to embodying your higher self? Because your higher self also has divine perspective. Your higher self sees all of the different people on this planet as the little um, game pieces that we are moving around and interacting with another and being able to, to create some kind of outcome, right? We're all coming together on this planet and divine perspective is watching that and orchestrating the movement with our agreement, with our permission, but we, they have our permission. God has a permission. The Akash has our permission. Our guides have our permission because our souls have decided to come here. A lot of people are not aware of this. A lot of people are not awake to this, right? Spiritually, because they feel like, you know, this, this has been handed to them and they are victims of this experience on earth, which is unfortunate. Because all they really need to do is to be able to shine their light a little bit brighter or to be able to find that spark that exists within them. And they may need guidance to do that. I know I did. I was asleep for 37 years. <laughs> I came in and out a little bit, but I was mostly asleep for about 37 years <laughs> until I woke up, right? And so that's what happens in earth school. You know, a lot of people are sleeping on the job. And so... When these situations come up where we feel drawn to compare ourselves to other people, those are the kinds of cues that help us awaken to the core of who we are and what we're meant to be doing here. So comparing yourself to your higher self is number two. Number three, compare yourself to your inner child. Your inner child carries a lot of your wounds from this life, from previous lives, and even sometimes from your ancestry. So you want to be able to parent and care for your inner child in a way that makes you proud, makes your inner child proud to call you its parent, to say, wow, I'm receiving unconditional love, attention, and space holding for me. How much are you doing that for yourself? Because when you are stuck in a space of comparison, you're not holding any space for yourself. You're putting your energy over there on your enemy or your competitor or your friend or your frenemy, right? So it's a reminder when we compare ourselves to an inner child to remember, how are we holding space for our own shadow? How are we opening up opportunity and patience for this activation from this other person to unfold so that we have greater awareness, 
What a beautiful process, right? When you look at comparison from this direction, it's not irrelevant in any way, shape, or form. It's actually quite potent when you use it in an intentional way. So let me know which one of these you implement. Let me know which one you try on for size. And touch base with me. Send me a message. And let me know what your outcome is. Let me know how you feel. That's the outcome that I'm most interested in. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Have a good one. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.